Hello, board game fans. I'm very excited to welcome you to episode 24 of the Felix Board Game Show. Today, we'll talk about the board game Century Spice Road and the strategies we used to win in this board game. I've been playing a lot since the uh, uh, confinement. Um, we've been in confinement in Paris for three weeks. Um, and I've been playing a lot with my girlfriend, and she has been winning a lot. So she has agreed to share her favorite best strategies in this week's episode. So the strategies that I'm going to present are not only my own strategies, but also hers that she used to win against me. And she does very successfully. Welcome to the Felix Board Game Show, exploring the best tabletop games for any audience. Party games, two-player games, co-op play, and fun competition. Whether you're newly discovering or a seasoned pro ready for advanced strategies on old-school classics, your host, Felix Mutt, has thoughts and picks that are great for anyone looking to play more games. So play along. This is the Felix Board Game Show. So strategies in Century. So we'll talk about First, about taking cards. Which cards should you take to use action cards? Um, which cards should you take to use and transform or get some new uh, dices in the game? And then, secondly, I'll also tell you which cards I think you should buy and uh, when you should buy it. So, let's start with taking cards. Um, first, you need to try to have good transformation. Uh, for example, if you have um, the good combinations really make help you win the game. So if you have green to black, so example, one green, for, uh, two green for two black or three green for three black, and then you have one black to two green, that is an amazing combination because in if you have once you have five green, you can get to uh, five black and then get ten green. So in fact, in two turns, you generate five green, which is very good. Just in order to show you how good this is, usually which um, the cards with the most points, um, they can be calculated. Usually there's a, I can, I would like to present you a model for calculating the card points. So usually a yellow dice worth one point, a red dice worth two points, a green dice is worth three points, and a black dice is worth four points. So black is the most valuable, then green, then red, and then yellow. Hence, uh, if you uh, usually the, the beginning cards, you can take two yellow and you can uh, upgrade uh, two dice, two different dice by one or one dice by two. Hence, these action cards generate two points for you if once you spend actually the transformed dices. In this good transformation, if you have the extreme case of five uh, green to five black, um, uh, then you actually uh, gain five points. But uh, in the turn where you break down the black ones, if you have five black ones, to turn them to ten green, Four, you have five uh, black, which is five times four is 20 points. And then you have 10 times three, which is 30 points. So you just gain 10 points in one transformation. This is absolutely amazing. And the key in winning this game is having a very good economy where you can get a lot of action points 
uh, wallet. A lot of stuff out of your action cards that you play. The more you can get, like 10 is amazing, and two is a bare minimum. So if you can do four, five, six, all this is very good. Um, so also when um, taking uh, cards, uh, Sheng Shui said that she likes simple transformation, I have to agree. Uh, so one color to one color is usually the uh, is very good, very easy pass to upgrading. For example, if you have yellow to red, red to green, green to black, and then you have something to break down black, that's fantastic. And then you can buy and you do it all over again. Um, also, if you can secure the combination, which we just talked about, two cards uh, with two color in different directions, then secure it like green to black and back to green this is amazing. There's also a combination of one black to three red and three red to two black, where you also essentially double your black ones into um, transformations, two cards. It's also, um, also it's very crucial to have something to break down black and green. Why? Because it's very bad to go back to zero dice once you buy a building, unless it's the very last building and you end the game. Then that's perfect. Because it usually takes very long to go back at having a good, uh, how do you say, economy and having the dices to buy the next one. Usually you need four to six dices to buy one and your board has 10 spaces. You should use those spaces as much as you can because uh, the transformation cards, they allow you to change all the cards of one color, for example, red into green which is amazing. There are also mixed cards, which allow you, you know, to, uh, to break down a black one into uh, two red and two yellow or three red, which is very good to filling up the board quickly. So hence you should have a card that breaks down black, ideally. If not, then you, at least you should have a card that breaks down green. Because ideally you buy a card with you know four to six dice, and you still have two or three dice left, which are in a good color, green or black, and then you break them down, and you have again a full board, and you can start doing with your transformation again. It's much quicker than if you have if you spend everything, and then you have um, one or two cards where you take two yellow, then a red and a yellow, then a green and a yellow, and then you start doing it because you spend so many turns where you just get two or three points. How do you say? don't get points for taking the dices, but that's the, the points you generate. So you want to generate as many points possible and then spend them quickly. Then don't waste time at the end trying to buy a card. Um, usually when it comes, there are uh, some cards that do identical stuff, like um, green to black. For example, there's a card that transforms two green to two black and three green to three black. Um, Usually, two is better. The minimum is better because you have more flexibility. You can uh, transform two, four, six, eight, or even ten dices. While in the other game, you need minimum, using the other card, you need minimum three. And getting six is quite difficult. While four, you know, is better. Two or four. You know, you're more likely to do that. And then there's only nine. But, uh, you know, better having a good card... Uh, to upgrade one color to another, that's still very good. And uh, once you generate too many dices, you have to throw dices away. Uh, so that's not 
usually you should try not uh, to avoid uh, to throw away dices, but sometimes you know throwing away one dice or two dice to have a very good combination is definitely worth it. For example, if you can transform uh, then nine dices instead of six, that might be really worth it than throwing one yellow one away, for example. And um, so cards to black are very important because these are the most valuable dices and give you access to cards with the most points. You can also win without having a card to black, but it's very difficult, especially once if the strategy, well, our main strategy is we ramp up the dices, get them to black, green, red, then we spend them, maybe have some yellow to, uh, to buy the card, and then break down again the black. Hence, if you play this kind of strategy, the cards to black are very important and cards breaking down the most valuable dice is also important. So, and you should at the beginning especially observe whether there is a good combination. And if there is, you try to take it. Uh, especially for two players, this is very true. Um, for If you are four or five this is much more difficult to keep track, then you probably should are just better off focusing on yourself. Um, but if you're only two players and you don't get the good combination, but your opponent gets it, then you might just be in it for a quick loss. So um, one important strategy in Sentry is the mechanism that you can put dices, you can spend dices, essentially mostly yellow dices, to secure a card. For example, if you buy the third card in the row instead of the, the first one is free, on the second card you need to put one dice, and for the third card you already need to pay two dices. Uh, so uh, when should you do it? When you really want the card. So you have to consider, will another player take it or buy it? And if there's nothing good at the beginning, you know, you can just take two yellow and you can hope, especially, you know, to get a very good combination, you should sp spend it. And especially you should spend early because if you spend early, then you still have uh, a lot of time to use that very good card. And for example, if you can get uh, by spending one or two yellow dices and you get the four yellow dice card, then you can make a combination where you Instead of breaking down black, maybe you just take four yellow and then you can upgrade quickly uh, those dices. Or you do that twice, you have a four yellow and three yellow, and then you can upgrade those. Um, but mostly I spend dices to get a good combination. So for example, if I have um, uh, yellow to red, red to green, but I don't have anything um, that breaks down green or that creates black. For example, I can have uh, two green and two, two black. If I see this card, I'm willing to spend four or five dices, uh, yellow dices, just to get this card because it will pay off in the long term. Because we usually, you play till six cards. One, um, five play game, you play till five buildings. So it might be worth spending this time. And usually when you when we're talking about production, just increasing you know the value of your board, you should produce in batches, not in little quantities. Meaning uh, you should make use of all your board and if you can, try to uh, change six, eight, nine or ten dices at once. If you can, at least in one or two steps. Because um, 
you're really gonna get the most value of these transformation cuts once you use them for multiples. And the general strategy for us is you get as many dice as you can through upgrading, breaking down, or taking dices. Then you upgrade them, for example, from yellow, you, you buy, and you hopefully have still some uh, valuable dice left. You break them down, and then you go upgrade again, and you buy. So once we've seen this general strategy, now let's talk about the buying process. So the upgrading process seems clear. We, sh we always try to get as much out of our card. Transformation cards are very good. And breaking down, getting cards to black and breaking down black is very important in this game. So which card should you buy? Usually the cards with the most points are very good. You know, the cards that require black dices, they're very good, especially if you have a good way of upgrading, you should do that. Um, you also should buy cards that require less dices in general. Um, because if you even if you buy six dices, you only have four left. And having four left, if you have four black or two black or two green, that's good. But if you have four yellow or three yellow, then well, not no dice at all, then it's really not good. Uh, however, from the general model, the yellow dice one is worth one point, red dice two points, green dice three points, black dice four points. Uh, there are some cards that uh, do not exactly follow that model. There are some cards that are worth one point more than that. Why? I don't know. This is, uh, you know, but there are some cards that require, for example, two red dice, a green and a black. Uh, this would, in my calculation, be if two plus two plus three plus four is 11 points. However, it's worth 12 points. Maybe that's because there's diff three different kind of dice involved. Um, and it's maybe harder to get or harder to produce in batches. Uh, maybe that's the reason, but I I don't know. But the, you, you should know those cards are definitely you know worth pursuing. But you should also really pay attention to the money because the money modifies this model and makes also cards that are usually not as attractive if you, uh, um, more attractive because a gold coin is worth three points additionally. And a silver coin, the second card, is worth one point additionally. Hence, you can get up to a three green dice more if you buy the gold coin. And you deny a gold coin to the other player, which is important in a two-player game, but which is also important, you know, to in a five-player game. Maybe then you the denying is not as important because other people might buy them anyway if you don't buy it. But this is important. And so when should you buy? This is the last point, and then we will sum up. So the when should I buy is really you should buy once you have a good board, you have a card that you want, you have the dice that you have, and you usually should have uh, two dices that are good, like green or black, that you can actually break down with a card to get uh, relatively quickly back too many dices, and then you can do your modifications again. Um, what Cheng Shui likes to do, or what um, is also an interesting strategy, is that you have once uh, you have three or four cards in a two-player game, so you are lacking only two buildings. You prepare your dices so you can buy two cards in consecutive turns. Hence, if you the other player doesn't see that or isn't ready, then he might have a lot of cards, like uh, 
you know, five red uh, and two green or black. But he's not able to buy because he's lacking, you know, one black for one card, two yellow for another card. And he has uh, a lot of uh, dices that are worth a lot of points. And he only gets one point for each red dice, green dice, or black dice. Hence, he loses out on a lot of points if he can't do that. So doing that is definitely very strong for a two-player game. And you can uh, surprise your opponent and have a huge margin of victory if you choose to go this route. Uh, it is risky if um, the other player tries to do the same and then, you know, one of you guys uh, buys a, like he buys a card that you wanted to buy. So um, you need to pay attention to you know, what the other players can buy. And sometimes just if you buy a, even a cheap card, like three red and two yellow, which is worth eight points, um, this card, uh, if your opponent plan to buying on that, and then there's another card which requires green and black, then the game has just extended for another rounds and rounds and rounds, and you can, uh, you know, extend the game this way. But to sum up, I think in this game is very important to get a good transformation cards. Uh, so upgrading cards is very important. To have something that breaks down is very very important. Uh, usually, to getting something. You, the, that gets you started like you know taking a few yellow at the beginning this, these cards are also good because they help you, you know to generate dices and then you can transform them with your other cards um, and also having uh, a great combination like green to black and black to green something like this to uh, dramatically increase your value is extremely good secondly I think um you should use the general strategy of getting as many dices and using when you produce, produce in badges, produce in big quantities like six, eight, nine, ten dices, get them very valuable. But also don't get blocked once you have, uh, don't produce ten black dices if there's no cards that require only black. Because then you will have to throw away black in order to spend them. That is not the priority. You should, when you produce, um, you should have a card in mind or two that you want to buy, uh, especially for a five-player game, it's probably more like two cards, cards that you can or should buy or want to buy, and be a bit flexible there. So sometimes it's better to just um, change six or eight dices instead of ten, because then otherwise you can't uh, spend them, and you have to throw away dices or have to spend a lot of turns breaking them down again, and it's just awkward. You should try... Um, focus on which cards you want to buy. And lastly, you can, you know, um, uh, this calculation model is not included in the rules. Um, I've um, found it out. Um, and uh, it works for me very well to see how many, you know, points you get. And yeah. So for us, I think we have been pretty close to sometimes reaching 100 points. And uh, sometimes we have 90-point games. In other games, they are just um, a lot less uh, points because one uh, player tries to buy very fast and end the game. So you should know that if you try to buy fast and end the game, like with cards that are worth less than 10, and the other player buys cards that are worth 20, then you need to beat that player to his... Uh, 
fourth card. If the other player gets four cards, then most likely it's not gonna work out. But it can work, especially if uh, you buy the coins. Because you will spend more actions buying. The other person has more time producing your badges. But if you buy these cheap cards, you need... Well, there needs to be a few conditions. You need to have these cheap cards because sometimes you open up the first five cards and the cheapest one's 15 points. So you can't use that strategy then. Then um, your opponent should not have a good combination and you should you know, have cards that allow you to take a lot of yellow and red because for this strategy, you need a lot of yellow and red. Otherwise, um, I think we uh, the strategy I present to you is more focused on buying the most expensive buildings and maximizing your points per card that you can get or per dice. And yeah, just let me know what you think, what works for you. Maybe you have other strategies that you use. Um, so I can only recommend this game. We've played it many, many times times i've enjoyed it a lot and um what is also um one last thing before we sum up is that you really need to pay attention to not have a gap in your combination for example you can have very strong cards for upgrading and then you have nothing for downgrading then you always need to like kind of uh, take again yellow upgrade them to red upgrade them to green instead of you know, breaking down uh, black into green, a red, a yellow, or into breaking down one black into two red and two yellow, you know. Having this uh, downgrade card really, really is important. And so you should try not to have a, a gap in this in your combination. And I really hope you enjoy this, you know, stay at home, stay safe in this uh, context of coronavirus. And... I would love to hear feedback, what your favorite strategies are on Sentry. And so see you next time. This has been the Felix Board Game Show. Just like the games in today's show, this podcast is more fun when your friends play too. Tell a friend about the show and subscribe now so you're the first to hear new episodes packed with fun new games and fun and unique strategies you can't believe you hadn't thought of before on the Felix Board Game Show.